All right, guys, one, two, three, here we go. Can I get a little motivation, a little energy? I want you to be excited with me. This is Juan Santos over to Counselor's Journey, and we are going to dive into another episode all about teaching you, mental health professionals, how to A, start, B, grow, C, scale a six-figure counseling private practice without, without feeling overwhelmed. Let's do it. Let's dive into the episode. All right, all right. How's everybody doing today? Hopefully you are doing well. We're going to dive into season three. We're still hitting it hard, making sure that we're building a, you know, a great website, a website where your clients that currently work with you are receiving lots of support and new clients coming in. They land on it and they're like, you know what? This is a cool spot. They feel supported. Their questions have answers. They do not feel lost. They do not feel confused. They see a consistent theme. So what I want to do today is I want to focus really on blog writing or developing strong pages. Now, this is for both sides. Some of you out there, you may have a consistent blog that you're doing, which if you do, I'm a huge advocate for it. If you don't, then at least you got some pages, right? You got your about me page or your services page or your contact us pages page. So what we're going to do is we're going to go into the key elements, key items that I want you to ensure that you have with these pages and the whole purpose of this conversation is a to build conversion so that when people land on it that page is doing what it's supposed to be doing if not you could have whatever on there it's just going to lead you to just the wrong direction it's going to lead you in the wrong direction we'll just keep it in very simple black and white rational way there so kind of looking at your website again whether you have a blog or whether you have a just your standard pages first item that we want to look at make sure that there's a consistent theme you know make sure that it's not a bunch of random colors unless a bunch of random colors is your theme number two keep an eye on the font sizes make sure there's consistency there i know those two are basic and you're ready for the more advanced areas but just just double check double check that you're in line double check that you you've got a nice check mark on consistent theme and consistent font Next thing you want to look for these pages is make sure they have a call to action. Again, very basic, but sometimes I look at people's websites when I'm doing consulting and I'm like, all right, man, this looks great, but what's the client going to do? You know, you're giving them a lot of information, but they have no direction. And that's important, right? That's just like when you as a counselor work with your patients, you give them education, but you're giving them direction. You're saying, here's your homework. Here are the areas to work on once you leave today's session. All right, so hopefully that made sense to you as a mental health professional. Next item I want you to look at is ensuring that there's consistent in-links and out-links. Now this is where when you're writing information on, on, a, on a page that talks about services, let's say, and it's a service of individual counseling, maybe that links to another page on your website that talks about anxiety. And that's an internal link, right? Like an inside link. So it's an internal link. You also got your external ones. Maybe you did a blog for another counselor in town and and you wrote that for them. So that could be your external link. And as a side note, that's that's an awesome, awesome way to build more presence in a community and to rank your website higher and higher. Literally reach out to a whole bunch of counselors in your area that have websites and say, hey, I see that you do blah, blah, blah. I'd love to write an article for you on this topic. As long as you like it, we're good. All I'm looking for is to support. And then if you could just link whenever you're done. And then you're going to be golden there, right? Stay golden, pony boy. 
<laughs> what movie is that from? That's from a good movie. The Out Outsiders, I think that's what, that's what it's from. All right, so going back, right? Let's not go into rabbit hole. Once you do that, you got your internal links, your external links. We'll use an example of a blog as well. Let's say you're writing a blog and it's all about helping couples that are stuck in their relationship. That blog may have a link that, that goes right back into your page on your website that talks about relationship counseling. Now, in addition, you can have an external link where maybe you wrote an article for a magazine and it talked about relationship support. So then you could reference that external link on the blog and that's going to rank you higher. If you need to rewind this, it's it's so important. You know, it's vital that if you're doing this DIY on your own, no issue there. Just make sure your ducks are in a row. If you're hiring somebody, be wary. Not wary because people are out there, you know, doing wrong things, but just wary on the aspect of do you know what they are doing? Right? You're paying somebody money to write you blogs, to do everything that I'm mentioning here. Is there data that you're receiving back? as far as what they're writing, what they're linking? Um, or is it just, hey, thumbs up, we're doing a great job, and then you're exchanging some money? And if there is data, is it detailed? Does it go into those key areas that we're discussing here as far as what are the what are the current links that we have? What are the new links that we have? How has it increased conversion over time? Where's our website ranking as a whole? Where is each page individually ranking as a whole? But those are questions to ask that professional that you're working with. Um, if not, there's a, a lot of loose ends there. And right, you're, you're paying for the service if you are. So it's just putting the, connecting those dots, putting those, uh, putting those questions into perspective so that you are effectively running your business. Next item to look at when we have a blog right, or a page it's important to have rich content. And you probably hear that term out there. What it simply means is that there's you're educating the individual through a process. You're letting them know what's happening. Rich content, typically, especially in our area, it's going to stay away from uh, medical jargon, clinical jargon. And you want to steer a little bit more to that raw, what is the patient going through? What are they struggling with? So if you have your individual page for depression, maybe we stay away from... Um, diagnosis codes and so forth and we we think a little bit more of what you know what's been your experience like when you work with a patient struggles with depression you know what does that patient say what what are their symptoms sound like and then you bring that into the writing an example of that could be you know if you find yourself wanting to do things during a day but your energy is just so low that then that causes you to feel bad about yourself and then that causes you to just shut down, I think counseling can be the next step. If you experience any of those that I mentioned, maybe you're struggling with depression and then blah, 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 keep going. But you kind of get the point there. You know, I didn't really mention any clinical terms there other than saying depression. I try to really think about that raw experience of what would it be like for someone that I've personally worked with that has came into the counseling practice because they're seeking support with depression. Uh, and go one place to go to, just as a side note here, is the presenting concerns. It's like one thing my clinical practice does is whenever patients are coming in, we ask them, you know, what, what what's happening? What are the presenting concerns? What What's leading you to counseling? It's rare that anyone in there is mentioning clinical jargon. You know, they're, they're, they're saying, hey, this, this, this is what's happening. 
you know, shit, shit, shit is going on. You know, we're, we're hurting. We feel distant. We feel disconnected. You know, I don't know who I am anymore. And, and none of those are clinical jargon, right? That's just raw human experience. And that's what you want to think about. You know, you want to think about when you're creating a page on your website or you're creating a post for your blog post, keeping it raw, keeping it human, keeping it emotional. You know, what what is that person feeling? And when individuals land on your web page, they're going to get that vibe. They're going to be able to say, this person, they get it. So that's a key element there that you want, whether it's a blog post that you're writing or you are writing um, your services page or your contact us page. You know, you really wanted to think about how can I connect with them in that manner. One key item of why I think that's so important is because, you know, if you think about your given area, there are so many mental health professionals or coaches, such as life coaches, that the individuals in your community can reach out to. So you got to think about how can you stand out? Well, one thing is you could tell yourself, I can stand out because I have a master's degree or, or a doctorate degree and I'm licensed and, and I got some other uh, credentials behind my name that I worked my butt off for. Well, great, great, great. But how many persons in the community seeking your service know what those credentials stand for? Right. And, and maybe that's not many. So then from that perspective, we kind of take a step back and say, maybe persons in my community are looking for help. And they just see all of us out there as professionals, counselors, social workers, licensed marriage, family therapists, life coaches. And then we're all out there, right? All these professionals are out there. And you're thinking to yourself, you've got this web page, right? You got your website, your blog post, if you write posts, you got your services page, your about me page. How can that stand out? How can that be like a nice highlighter for the individuals that you want to work with to say, hmm, I, I, I see I see Waldo, right? Waldo sticking out, and, and I want to work with that person. You know that that's that's why I wanted to do a whole season for just your website, because your website, in essence, is in, in essence, right? It's it's a physical building. You know, if I walk down the street and your and your office is on this street, that's your website. You know, I'm able to see it, I'm able to feel it, I'm able to explore it, and to be there with it. So if you're skipping this um, step here, it could really impact your business. It could impact the client experience. It could impact the referral experience. Right. So, so far we hit on key elements that you really want to think about when you're developing um, the website in respect to the blog. So if you write a post and, it res- and if you don't write blog posts, suggest that you do. But if you don't, then more than likely you have your pages on there, like your services page, your about me page. Now, as we dig a little bit deeper, right, with your blog, you want consistency, right? We don't want to hit it hard one day and you got this really nice post slash article that you wrote and then next week you do the same thing and the week after that you do the same thing, but then you don't show up for another year, right? That's going to kind of put people a little bit off and say, well, where's the consistency here? What it does for the internet space is it slowly drops you off because the internet space is like a person and the person sees that you're showing up every day so they expect you, right? Um, imagine it's like a restaurant. So every day you show up and the person expects you at the restaurant to have your food ready. But then you don't show up. So then they go, oh, they didn't come this time. And then you don't show up again, you don't show up again. The person at the restaurant is probably just going to say, I'm not, I'm not really going to prepare this person's food anymore, right? So then that ranks you lower on Google 
makes it harder for people to find you just because of one simple mistake and that's consistency. So really important to hone in on that one. Now when it comes to your services page, consistency looks a little bit different. Here's what it looks like. It's you breaking down what your practice does into as many steps as possible. So a big step would be, and this is like step A, we'll say, you have your website and you have your pages. You have your about me, you have your services, and we'll use the services page as an example. And then on there, it says you provide individual counseling, family counseling, and couples counseling, right? All on one page. That will be just step one. And then we break it down even deeper where later in the future, you create three more pages. One that talks about what is individual counseling, one that talks about what is family counseling, or and another one talks about what is uh, uh, couples counseling. And then a little bit later, you break it down even further because more than likely you work with different kinds of couples. So maybe you have a page that works on healing after an affair, right? So you work with couples that are going through that affair infidelity process. That's a whole page of its own. Maybe you also work with, with couples that are about to get married. So premarital counseling, it's a whole service of its own, right? And, and those could even go a little bit deeper. You know, maybe there's a page on interracial couples. Maybe there's a page on new parents. Uh, maybe there's a page on empty nesters. Right, so you can kind of get the idea here how one service, such as couples counseling, can be really broken down into so many parts, and each of those could be pages, and you work with each of those, right? So within the example here of couples counseling, maybe you're like, yeah, I, I can work with a premarital couple. I can work with a couple that's healing after an affair. I can work with a couple that everything's going great, but they just really struggle with intimacy, or everything's going great, but they struggle with communication, or maybe they just moved or the kids moved out, right? So they're empty nesters. So you want to really break this down. That way, everyone in the community is searching. When they get on Google or wherever they're searching from and they write down what they're going through, it's relevant to what you're writing about versus they're searching what they're going through, but yours is so broad that you are lost in that mix. My friends, listen to this episode over and over. Pull the nuggets out. There's just so much here that you can really implement into your practice um, I, this is one of my favorite parts, you know, I'm really big into the, uh, I've grown to uh, enjoy this more and more. That's, that's a better a frame of words there. So I hope that, you know, I hope that you're getting some nuggets here. I hope that you have points of application, whether you're doing this DIY, you know, hone in, get to work. If you're hiring someone, have a strong idea of what you're hiring them for. You don't have to go behind them and micromanage them. But I do think it's very important to know what that person is doing, have a system to evaluate what they're doing, and most importantly, you're asking them the right questions, right? You are asking them the right questions that provides you with the feedback you need to know that you're going in the right direction. If you would do me a kindness before you head off, give yourself a big old hug. Give yourself a big old hug for all the support that you give to others, for showing up for yourself, for taking time to listen to this episode. You know, we got 15 solid minutes together right around that part. You know, really just hug yourself. Appreciate the work that you're doing. It's, it's going to pay off. It's probably already paying off. You're going in the right direction. You're making the right sacrifices. You know, there's perseverance. There's commitment. There's grit. You've got this. You're moving forward in the right direction. As you head off to continue to support with the podcast, I'd love if you would hop on wherever you're listening at. If it's Apple Podcasts, as an example, hop on there, leave me a review, tell me what you're enjoying about the episode. That is the number one way that I can continue to build this platform, 
to support counselors, therapists, mental health professionals, build their practice so they're able to live the life that they want to live, right? That's what it's all about. My friends, sending you love. Have a wonderful day. As you head out today, guys, I want you to give yourself a big old hug, a big old high five, because listen, you're doing it. You're taking time out of your day to build your six-figure private practice. You are tapping into ambition. You're tapping into curiosity, and you're doing it here together. We're holding hands. We're walking on this journey, a private practice journey. Before you head off, do me a kindness. Leave me a review. Let me know what you think about this episode. Let me know which episode really stuck out to you. Which one made you go, yes, I need to start doing a little bit more of that. Or yes, I am doing that and I'm proud of myself for doing that. I am seeing amazing changes. Thanks again for listening and I look forward to growing together on our journey.